This week's Parsha is Parsha's Bereshis, as we begin the Torah once again, after having just concluded the last Parsha of the Torah and Simcha's Torah, we begin the Torah immediately again with Parsha's Bereshis, and we dive into Hashem to be able to begin again and learn again, and be able to see, be successful in learning, and more importantly, to applying those learning to our daily life, and connecting us to Hashem, making us better and more spiritual people. So, there's a story told about a chassid of the Tzemach Tzedek, the third Rebbe of Lubavitch. And he was a very brilliant young man, a great Torah scholar. But unfortunately, with time, started drifting away from the ways of Torah and mitzvahs and became involved in all sorts of secular pursuits. And one thing that particularly interested him was horse racing. And that's something that he became um, very involved with. At some point, he came to his Rebbe, the Tzemach Tzedek. And the Tzemach Tzedek, of course, knew what was going on with this chassid. And he asked him, he says, I understand you're into horse racing and you really enjoy a powerful, swift horse. Tell me, said the Rebbe, I don't understand. What's so great about a horse that's powerful and swift? After all, if it, um, if it's, if it veers off and goes in the wrong direction, so being that it's powerful and swift, it goes a lot further down the wrong path than a weaker, older horse that wouldn't go so far on the wrong path. And the young man said, that's a good question. However, he said, but when the horse will turn around to come back to where he's supposed to go, then the, that, power, that power and swiftness will bring him back home much quicker. And the Samachsedek, having heard exactly what he wanted to, looked at the young man and said, yes, when one uses their powers and abilities to come back home on the right path, they're able to get there a lot quicker. The young man heard the message and ultimately turned around and corrected his ways. This story and the message of the story is very reminiscent of a message that really lies in this week's Parsha. One of the most famous stories of the Torah is right at the beginning of creation, the sin, the chet, the, uh, the, chet, the sin, of when Adam and Chava ate from the Eitz Adas, the tree of knowledge, as we know, Hashem created them and gives them this one mitzvah and says, don't eat from that tree that I planted. And then we have the snake, the Pasuk says was the most cunning of all animals. The snake um, is able to convince Chava to eat from that tree. Chava in turn gets her husband Adam to eat from the tree. And Hashem calls them out on it and Hashem punishes Adam and Chava and the snake. They're all punished in this week's Parsha. When it comes to the punishment of the snake, who was the instigator of this entire sin, the Pasuk says, Hashem says, you should be cursed from all the animals, uh, you should, you'll slither on your stomach, you'll eat dust all your life, I'll create a hatred between you and the woman, your children and her children, um, they'll kill you, they'll, uh, they'll stamp you, uh, on you, and you will try to bite them from their feet. That's what the Pasuk says. And the Rebbe points out that interestingly, it seems that there's another punishment that the snake had that the Torah doesn't clearly spell out. And that is that it loses its power of speech. After all, the Pasuk says very clearly, the snake spoke to Chava and convinced her to eat from this tree. Now we know snakes don't speak, which means that the snake lost his power of speech as well. And yet... The Torah doesn't enumerate that as one of the curses of the snake, that it loses its power of speech. And the Rebbe explains and says 
that the loss of the power in speech was the first and the essence of the punishments of the snake. The Pasuk says, Hashem tells the snake, He says, Ki because you did this, because you instigated this sin, therefore I'm punishing you. Now the, the ability or the power that the snake used first and foremost was his power of speech. And therefore being that it was the power of speech that was the one that was really behind the instigation of the sin, that was the one that was obviously immediately removed from the snake. What we have over here is that really the snake was given a power, an ability, a talent that no other animal has. And that's the power of speech. And that greatest ability that it was given, that gift that it was given, it used, instead of using it for the positive, it used it for the negative to create sin. And that's why that was taken away from him. Amazingly, we see much later in the Torah how the snake who is, becomes seen in Torah as this negative and unholy being that causes sin is actually able to transform that into a positive as well. And that's much later we have in the Torah portion of Chukas that we have when the Jewish people sinned in the desert. And it says that Hashem sent snakes um, and snakes and serpent, serpents and they would bite the, the, uh, the people who sinned and people died. And what does Meshur Rabbeinu do? He creates a snake or an image of a snake of copper and puts it up on a high, um, some type of a banner and Jewish people are able to look up at that and that causes them to repent and brings them closer to Hashem and that's how they avert the decree, the punishment. So the snake in that parsha is a killer, is the one that bites, is the one that poisons and kills. And yet Moshe Rabbeinu was able to use that same snake to bring people back to tshuva. So we're, here we have the idea of the negative power of the snake being turned around and used positively to bring pe- people closer to Hashem. So the story of the snake is a story of one who's given greater capacity than all the other animals, given the power of speech, made wiser, more cunning than the other animals, But instead of using that power, that gift, positively, he uses it negatively and then loses it. And much later in the Chumash, that same snake who now is the symbol of death and the one who's the the, the, the power of punishment, Moshe Rabbeinu was able to transform it and use that, that same snake and its powers to bring people closer to Hashem. And the message to us is the same message of that story of the Samach Tzedek. We all, every person is given certain talents and certain gifts. And of course, we're given extra gifts and extra talents and extra special abilities so that we should use it positively, use it for the good, and use it to fulfill each and every one of us our own unique shlichas, our own missions in life to make ourselves and the world around us a better place, a holier place. And all too often, sometimes those same abilities and gifts that we're given Instead of using them for the positive, we might use them for the negative. A person might be given the gift of affluence. With that gift, a person can help others. But instead, a person can use that to hurt others. A person can use that just for selfish reasons. A person might be given a gift to relate to people. And using that, a person might exploit people. And so many other examples where we might use those special gifts that were given, like the snake, who was given the gift of speech, and used it negatively. And ultimately, therefore, we lose those gifts. 
if we don't know how to use them properly. And yet we have the second part of the message from the same snake, which is that ultimately, even if we do use them negatively, and even therefore if we have to lose them, we ultimately have the capacity of tshuva, of turning around and using those same gifts to bring us back home and bring us back to the place where we're supposed to, to proper usage of those gifts, and to, to turn that story around, like the Samachsedek told the Chassid, that when the horse turns around, it's able to use that swiftness and that power and that strength to return to the right path and use those gifts in the way that they're meant to. Have a wonderful Shabbos.